right the snitch ain't handle that i'm on the road yo 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 what's going on sports family we back again with another episode of mike and friends and today i can't even say guest man they guest but it's family bro we got we got my brother checking in all the way from chicago the home man Cam, what's up, bro? What's going on? How you feeling today, boss? What's going on, MP, man? I can't complain. How you living? Man, you know, I'm cooling, man. Then we got another one of our partners, Morehouse Partners, Boston Zone, the Patriots Zone, Celsius Zone, uh, Jordan Sponsored. You feel me? <laughs> it's a lot I could say, man, but we got my boy Amir checking in all the way from NY. What's going on, uh, Amir? Doing good, bro. First time caller, long time listener, and I appreciate you having me on the pod, bro. Man, for sure. You know, we about to get it going, man. But first off, just a shout out to sponsors, man. This whole production is being brought to you by TOV Sports. So make sure you go over there and uh, follow TOV Sports, IG, YouTube, everywhere, Facebook, Twitch, everywhere. Make sure you go over there and follow them. And, man, we about to go ahead and get it going. Just off rip, man. We gotta we I just gotta clap it up for the NFL coming back having the <laughs> first week. I want to get you all uh just reactions, just first week, uh first week surprises. Cam, I'm gonna start with you. What was like some of the like surprises of week one that that uh stood out to you? Well, the biggest was the Cardinals defeating the 49ers. It came way out of left field. Like I didn't yeah. expect that one. Um that was a big surprise of mine. Um just a whole lot of rest going on with a lot of the teams. Mm-hmm. Really, the preseason, you know what I'm saying, even though it's official game. But, yeah, that was the biggest surprise for me. Yeah. Man, uh, Amir, what about you, man? What was, like, some of the biggest surprises that you seen week one, bro? I mean, to be honest with you, bro, I think the biggest surprise for me is just the fact that the season came and has come to this point. I mean, <laughs> we all remember where we were three months ago. It was like, yo, are we even about to have a season? Like, it's either going to yeah. be a bubble or no bubble. We saw how the NBA made it work with their bubble. And it was like, well, how can the NFL do this? And it was like, well, we can't. So what are we about to do? We're about to just test these guys and keep it going. So the fact that we, up to that point, they had no cases. Everybody yeah. was able to play. Yeah, you had a couple of injuries. But the, now we're going to season, I mean, not season, week two. And I'm, I'm mainly just surprised that it was even able to go down and we're able to keep looking forward to the weeks going on. Yeah. Man, just for me, man, just off rip, one thing, uh, like you said, Cam, Kyler Murray's performance, I, I feel like he showed and uh, came out and showed exactly who he was. And especially with him, of course, Larry Fitzgerald is, is Fitzgerald, but um, he's not, you know, he's not a number one option anymore. And it's good that mm-hmm. that uh, they're surrounding Kyler Murray with solid number one options. We've seen what D-Hop did. And it, it definitely with with that going on in Arizona, it definitely um, raises more eyebrows towards the Houston direction with Bill O'Brien. Like, what the hell were you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> how did like how did you let dog go like that? But that's neither here nor there. Another one I just gotta be, you know, I, I should have led with it just because it is my team, my boy Cameron Newton. I don't even you feel me? Yeah, I'm not sure. Even, Expecting a lot from him this year, but he came out and did what he had to do. Most rushing yards from a, a New England Patriots quarterback ever. So he, you know, he yeah. hopped in the history books first game. So I'm very optimistic about the season with our with uh with Cam in our in our back pocket. Then lastly, bro, just Clyde Edwards uh Elaire, bro, with the uh Kansas City Chiefs. I feel like the rich just got richer on that one, bro. Like they they made the, the best pick 
to me right now in the draft because he's showing and proving off rip, especially on the championship contending team. And I feel like it just added another uh, another weapon to Kansas City's arsenal because they, they weren't really – they were running back by committee last year. And it wasn't mm-hmm. like they were really dependent on the run like that. But shit, if you got a guy who could go run, could go uh, get 25 touches for a buck 38, and he has um, good catching ability, like you can't lose with that. So that's one thing. Another highlight for this, uh, for that first week, I wanted to highlight. But other than that, I mean, of course, we had, I feel like the rust is just natural just because of the preseason wasn't there. But I feel like after like two, week two, week three, we should start seeing teams like really come out and show exactly who they are. Um, y'all got any more thoughts on that? Just uh, week one, just surprises and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, not not so much uh, surprises more than you said. You already knew they they're who yeah, we thought yeah, they were. Of, the Bears of- are who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> oh we. <laughs> biggest okay, oh, yeah. another surprise is Tom Brady's performance. His age is starting to get to that. We're gonna get to that. We go we, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that. That's we my can't point. Do that. We won't do that. We we gonna actually we about to do it. Uh the next topic, man. Just to hop into the next one, man. Will Tampa Bay be able to fix things quickly? And is this the beginning of the end for TB12, bro? <sighs> And Amir, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you start, man. Just because you you are a, a Patriots fan as well, so I'm gonna let you start on this, man. Hey, so I was talking to my pops earlier, and we were talking about Brady in the, in New England, and he was like, "Listen, for 20 years, most of my life, I'll say, mm-hmm. I didn't really watch the Patriots to see if they were going to win. I knew we were going to win. I was more so watching to see how we were going to win." in the way we were going to win. Were we going to win, open up and blow them out? Or was it going to be a close game? And, you know, we just kind of see how it goes. Um, Going into Brady, I think that's going to be his next big challenge is that he'll realize that his coaching staff and the organization that he's now with, they're not as buttoned up as the Patriots. I mean, I think they had nine penalties as a team. Uh, I think the coach, uh, Arians, came out and said that, oh, Evans was the one who ran the wrong route after he went on on the live and said that it was Brady initially. It was just like, you know, a lot of things they have to work out as a team. That, you know, and that's one thing I, I thought about too, but I feel like Belichick wasn't that that brash with Brady with stuff like that. Like he, Belichick could just say, well, we didn't play good, you know. Exactly. And he, but he'd chew him out. Yeah, he would chew him out behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, keep going though. Yeah, he would chew him out behind the scenes. And just now it's like, you getting like that full fledged getting called out in public? Yeah. I mean, hey, listen, that that's if that's what he wanted. I mean, you see, we we still rocking over here. I mean, I got yeah. love for Brady. I mean, he gave us six rings, nine appearances. I can't tell you how many times like I've watched their games, but I don't know. I think it is somewhat of the beginning of the end. I think that's why he left. I think he got tired of being the main person who's leading and pushing I, our team hey. to success. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I mean, at the same time, it's like you you're gonna have those growing pains with those with those guys. I think by week ten, week eleven, that's mm-hmm. when you start to see them really starting to cook and, and start getting things moving. Facto, Cam, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think what's your thoughts? Uh, is this something that's a very quick fix for the for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and is this the the beginning of the end for the legendary golden one, the goat TB12? Well, I'd have to agree with Mir and say that they're not as buttoned up. 
the staff is not as buttoned up as the Patriots staff. Mm-hmm. Um, we see, we saw Tom Brady scramble more than he has in years this past week. It's just a different feel, a that, different that right, system. That, that rookie right tackle is a very big question mark. <laughs> it's a whole you're talking lot about uh, Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, Gronkowski <laughs> took a whole year off. You know, Tom Brady is 43, 44 years old, so it's it's a whole lot. But this is the most; these are the most offensive weapons he had to play with in a long time as well. And this is week one after coming off of no preseason game. So, like you said, we have to wait week three, week four to see what really goes down because it's unfair to judge. But it did look questionable. Few few interceptions, few pick six, and a lot of penalties. So we just yeah. have to play the waiting game. Yeah. I, I just feel like I feel like Tom would definitely be able to turn things around. That's just because how he is as a person. Whether that turnaround is – 11 and five or, or 12 and four, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he'll be able to turn it around. But one thing I did notice though, the, the defense, like Tom still has it, but Tom is like, you could see like, like he don't have it here. Like it'd be clear moments. Like when it's bad, it get bad. Cause it was a, a few points in time. That's why I kept tweeting it. Cause I wanted to see if anybody else was out there feeling like I was, I'm like, man, the defense keeps giving him the ball back, and he wasn't doing anything with it. And granted, like I said, this is all, you know, first week stuff, so this could just be an overreaction for me. But I just feel like, you know, he just has to get in the rhythm with the offense, man. Fournette has to do more. Like, um, I know they have the other running back that that gets a lot of touches, but for if they're going to do the, the running back by committee, they need to split them touches up the middle because Fournette's used to – he's one of those high – uh, high touch back so he needs about 20 touches just you know what i'm saying for him to get going and if he's not going to be able to get that then they're going to have to split that rock 15 and 15 with both the running with both the running backs or whoever has the hot hand you know because I, I feel like it'll be hard to get for net going just because he's not just that one that one and pop running back he needs he needs some uh some steam moving down the field and I won't say it's the beginning of the end for Brady. Definitely he doesn't have, like, the brightest years ahead of him. I, I feel like more than ever, it's a, this is the beginning of the end for Gronk. I don't think he's going to last a season. Like, like he contributed zero, bro. And whether his con, uh, contributions are just going to be helping uh, the right side of the line, Tristan Worfs not get blew up every play, then, I mean, it's not going to work too good, you know, so – I, I definitely uh, want to see what goes on, but I, I'm not going to write them off. And like you did say, uh, what both of y'all said, Bruce Arians definitely has a different coaching, um, a different coaching demeanor and a way he goes about his job, bro. Like he's not the he's not the guy that that's just going to sit back and sugarcoat it. And I felt mm-hmm. like the first, I feel like he he probably felt too tough, and him back backtracking on what he said is probably going to hurt him. Because if he felt like that, he should have just stood by it. And I feel him. Well, that wasn't a Tom Brady the shit that we were seeing in practice. Like he was Tom Brady in practice. I don't know what he what was going on. Like mm-hmm. Tom need that type of pressure on him because at the end of the day, he is 43. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, they do have targets, two thousand yards receivers. Um who else? They got a thousand yards running back. Yeah, they like got that first, they got that first round pick tight end out of Alabama. I think it was OJ Howard. He still yeah. nice, wasn't being used. So he yeah. got he got weapons that you know, like I said, if you give them a little bit of time, he got the recipes to make a good cake. He just gotta <laughs> get it started, and warm up the oven. Yeah. 
Hey, you said y'all got a celebrity guest on your broadcast. <laughs> come up. Yeah, we got chance in the building, man. No, we can't. <laughs> but no, uh, <laughs> no, uh, like y'all said though, bro, he he definitely has immense amount of talent. And it's you know, the, the only thing that I could see that could become like very problematic is if Brady can't push the ball down the field. Cause those are two guys that don't run shallow routes. These are two guys, mm-hmm. Godwin Evans. The two guys that take the top off of defenses. So it's going to be interesting to see if, if Brady could keep pushing the ball down the field and if that right side of the line hold up. But uh, y'all got any more thoughts just on Brady and Tampa Bay? No, I think you, you probably you really touched on it. I think, again, just to reiterate on that defense, like yeah. I think they have Todd Bowles, who's the coach, uh, defensive coordinator, who wasn't really a good head coach, but he can yeah. really coach a defense. I think that defense, they ended the year like top 10, top five last year. So they got they got some guys on there that can really play young defense as well. It's just, like you said, it's just, is that offense going to catch up? And yeah. if they do, I'm telling you, like they're going to, they're going to be a team that's going to compete for that, for that South division. It's going to be how consistent can they be? Yeah, facto, 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 man. And just to get uh, into more football stuff, man, next topic. Uh, if Cleveland doesn't succeed this year, do y'all think Mayfield is walking, bro? I, and I'm going to just start it off, bro. I think <laughs> Mayfield is gone. No matter if he finished nine or seven or worse, he's out of there because it's, get, it's getting to the point to where he's another situation. You have talent out the ass. You have OBJ. You have uh, Landry. You have uh, Njoku. You have Austin Hooper, who is sure. a almost 1,000 – yard uh tight end he just did it in atlanta he's not a scrub then you have two backs that are top 10 you have kareem hunt you have chubb who still can you know like you got guys that can really go down there and do what they have to do the line isn't just terrible but it's just baker he doesn't i don't know what he is what what's going on but he lost uh accuracy it's a significant fall off from year one to year two to year three. Hell, even from college. You got to say, so, yeah, from college, it really started. Yeah, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see um, what he could do because they have talent on both sides of the ball, you know. So I, I feel like the Browns can't get any better than what they are right now except for at the quarterback position. And he had four coaches in three years. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 it can't keep being a coach's fault, bro. Like it is one common denominator. So I'm gonna let y'all go, man. Cam, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, Baker doesn't have the same flair as many of the other undersized quarterbacks like Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes and Kyle Murray, even, you know. So, like you say, I mean, I won't see him being gone, but I can see some of the pieces like Odell and some of the backs possibly leaving. And free agency next year might be requesting a trade because, like you say, he's passing the blame to everybody else but himself. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I ain't going to hold you. That's a good point. I could see this talent start leaving, too, because off rip, you could, you could look at Odell and tell he don't want to be in fucking Cleveland. You could look at just guys and say, you know what I'm saying? And they feel like what they're doing is trying to put it together for a potential run, you know what I'm saying, at the Super Bowl. But it's not happening. And I feel like guys are looking at situations to where it's like, okay, we got we got juggernaut setting up in the league. We got Kansas City. We got um, we have Baltimore. We have Tampa Bay. We have uh, San Fran. We have uh, New Orleans. Guys, I'd rather go there and just uh, ring chase, bro. Ain't nobody about mm-hmm. to sit in Cleveland. A nigga take the low 
at a at a, a Super Bowl contending team just to get a, another Super Bowl. You feel me? But uh, Amir, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think Mayfield is walking out the door if uh, if they don't turn this thing around this season? I don't think so. I think just because there's. I think they're they're trying to figure out is he going to be someone who's going to work with a lot of pieces or is he going to be someone who just works with the right pieces? And I think with Mayfield specifically, he's trying to be too much Russell Wilson where he's really a lot more of a Drew Brees, where Mm -hmm. not necessarily talent-wide Drew Brees, but his athleticism, don't be running back and forth in the pocket, trying to evade the rush and all that stuff. Stand in the pocket and deliver passes. You have, like you said, you have two tight ends that can be pro bowlers. You have two receivers on the outside. You got two running backs that can give you 200 yards a game. Hand the ball off, check it down if no one's there, but don't be running back back and forth trying to make extra plays. And yes, yesterday he was doing a lot, or Sunday rather, he was forcing the ball to Odell way too much. I think he had like 10 targets for Odell. Odell only had like three or four catches. You have to spread the ball around. And yeah. if that means Odell's going to be upset about it, well then, you know, that's just going to have what it's going to be after what it has to be until either you trade him or, you know, you guys start resulting in wins. But if you only throw it to him 10 times, he gets three catches and y'all get blown up by 24, well, then no one's going to be happy. But when you yeah. start winning, you'll start to realize that, okay, well, this is working. I can't really complain about it. We, what are we going to do? Uh, honestly, I hope Odell goes to somewhere like San Fran or, or shit, he comes to us. We throw yeah. we throw them a one and we let, we let him throw it to him because I think they may have too many pieces and it gives yeah. Baker this idea that you can just do whatever you want to do and just Throw the ball willy nilly, and it's just not going to work. Hey, like what that. are they? What are they doing, bro? No, I know they no, coming for me. No they coming for me hard. No it's okay. No okay I fuck with chance. Shout out to Chicago. Oh man, for real, for real, for sure, though, man. But uh, just real quick, and I like I said, I, I'm around here. We we like hot takes. You know, we like to look at ourselves as hot take kings. So we about to go into these Super Bowl early week one picks. Who do y'all think is about to contend will play in the Super Bowl? Chicago, no doubt. Chicago versus who? Chicago versus Baltimore. I ain't mad at Baltimore. I'm mad at Chicago. Like <laughs> you, you talk about, about quarterbacks about to leave. Yeah, he's Trubisky like, out the door before Baker. Yeah, they they thinking about what week they're gonna toss foals in there. Like shit, we risky <laughs> about three weeks. Toss foals right in. Championship defense, man. That's all I gotta say. That's my hot take. Hey, we seen championship defenses. They don't mean as much now in football as they used to mm-hmm. when the Ravens was in. Cause we seen what with the 49ers was. That was probably about one of the best defenses, you know what I'm saying? I was around in the in the second, got it, got embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I feel you though. I, I I like Baltimore. I don't know about the Bears though. I I, I ain't even gonna hold <laughs> it on that. I'm gonna go real quick before I let you hop in, Amir. I got the Chiefs versus New Orleans, bro. You know, and I I I think um I don't know. It's probably clear cut to me. I like New Orleans. I feel like they're the best in the NFC right now, and I think the Chiefs are the best in the AFC. Of course, Baltimore is right there, but. I just think that the Chiefs got what it takes. They got the high-powered offense, and they have, like I said, another weapon that they added to the arsenal that I feel like he's going to be able to do that on a consistent basis. So, uh, yeah, man, we'll we'll see what what happens with that. Amir, what's your Super Bowl picks, man? So coming into Sunday, I was thinking New Orleans too. I was like, I think 
they're the probably the most complete team in the NFC. And I was, I think they'll be able to get a quick win out of Brady week one, like they did, and then be able to march through the rest of their season and, and get there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, but Michael Tom's going to be out a couple of weeks with a highly sprained ankle or something like that. So I think yeah, he's yeah, going to be yeah. out for a few and they already, their receiving core was already kind of weak beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of Brady, I think Drew Brees was even looking a little, little washed out there at the same time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that boy up there in Seattle. Yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah. I ain't mad at it. He, I think, I think two big things in the NFC, who's healthy is going to the playoffs and whose quarterback is the hottest. I think Russell Wilson, this should be his MVP year. He hasn't had an MVP vote yet. Mm-hmm. This should be his year that he really starts getting people to turn his heads. If they get another receiver for him, I think he's really going to start cooking. You saw how he he killed Atlanta by himself. Yeah. Um, so I'm saying for from the NFC, it got to be Seattle for me right now. And then I think from from the AFC, Seattle – not Seattle. Uh, Kansas City is certainly a top option, but I think Baltimore is definitely that next team. I think their defense is going to mess. I think they, they dropped a linebacker in the first round. He's going to be really good. I'll and then – <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I, I just be having to let it know, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. not nah, bro's a bro's a baller. And then on top of that, Lamar like pretty much was like, okay, y'all don't want me to run? Okay, I'll I'll, I'll run for under 100 and I'll just beat y'all with my arm and beat y'all with three touchdowns chilling yeah. in the pocket. Like he was throwing passes that was like, yo, like this dude, when he gets his criticism, he goes in the lab and works on that shit. Yeah, and I respect that about him a lot. That he he did get better, uh, passing wise for sure. You know. Yeah. He, so I think I think if they're able to really, and they're another team that's really a receiver away, if they're able to really get the meshing and, and get that going, I think if you put uh, Kansas City against Baltimore again, it's a coin toss. But I I'm saying Baltimore. I think Baltimore has a team that can really go far in the AFC. Um, so I'm gonna say against Seattle versus Baltimore. Man, AB, go to uh Kansas City, bro. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but nah, let's get it. Let's hop into this next one, man. What teams will overperform and underperform this season? I'm gonna start this one off. And I'm gonna go with my underperformers, man. I, I got the Eagles just off, you know, just off they're never healthy every year. Like I don't know what's going, but they never seem to be healthy. Then you come out here and lose a game to the Washington football team. Like, niggas, like, I can't even take y'all serious, bro. Like, y'all just lost to the Washington football team, bro. They don't have a name. You know what I'm saying? So, they didn't have a mascot. So, that I feel like they're definitely uh, going to be on my list for underperforming. I got the Browns, of course. Like, I feel like if anything under 10 and 6, 10 and six it's a bust. You got all that talent. You can't tell me you can't win 10 games with that. Yeah. So, anything under 10 and 6 is a bust. Uh, the Cowboys are gonna be on be on on my list because they just seem like no matter how much talent they have as well, they can never put it together. And I don't know what like everything for these teams look beautiful on papers, but it, it just doesn't mesh. So those are three teams I feel like end up underperforming and overperforming. I have, of course, Cam. You brought brought uh, the Cardinals up earlier. I got the Cardinals on there, and I got Denver Broncos. Even though the Broncos took an ill last night, I just like what they're doing out there. Jerry Judy, I feel like he's going to be around for a long time. Drew Locke is uh, bringing the tribe together out there, and I feel like he's going to be a good franchise quarterback for for the Broncos. 
And uh, I, I just that's just one of my dark horse teams. I want everybody just to stay tuned to the Broncos mm-hmm. and see what they cook up out there at the mile at the uh, Mile High Stadium, man. Uh, Cam, what, what's your thoughts on this, man? Let me get your underperformers and your overperformers. My underperformers, yeah, I have one in common with you. Um, the Cowboys definitely underperforming. Um, yeah, it's not the coach. It's not the mm-hmm. coach. Overperforming. Um, the Raiders. The Raiders making the playoffs this year. Book it. Mark it down. Ooh, hot take. Yeah, that's a hot take. I'll that's give you that. A hot take, boy. That's a they, hot take. They have it. Yeah. This is a hotter take. They have a top five running back in Jacobs. Top five. That ain't so hot. I'll say he's really, he mad he's at really, it. No, he top five for real. They yeah, I ain't mad at it. He's yeah, nice so those, those are my takes right there. Okay, I ain't mad at that, man. Amir, let me let me get your uh. Your underperformers and your overperformers. For sure. I'll say, like we talked about, I think underperformers got to be Cleveland. I mean, like you said, they have a roster that they should at least – I think hot take, they should really be running the, the AMC North. I think Man. Pittsburgh, their defense is elite, but that offense, Big Ben, he showed that he can get it done, but he's he he's ready to pass on that mantra. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Baltimore's in there. Yeah, like Baltimore's in there. I think they should be the one, two teams competing. Cincinnati's just not there yet. Um, San Fran, they got punched right in the mouth. I think they, they're a team. I think the, the NFC West, they typically do that. Like they, they're kind of like that one division that they're consistently turning over who wins. I think you had the Rams one year, they're supposed to be the next great team. They flop out and then San Fran comes in, they get hit in the mouth by the cards. Um, and then I think. I ain't gonna lie though, real quick. You gotta, you just gotta salute Belichick and just like Belichick's timing is probably one of like the best timings, probably in the league, bro. He knows mm-hmm. when to get rid of people, bro. Steven Gaskowski, the the uh the the kicker for the old kicker for uh, the Patriots, two kicks, he missed three field goals yesterday. Three, the, uh, yeah, it was, no, it was two field goals and an extra point. Then you got Garoppolo. He just came out there and just got smacked in the face. Brady didn't start good, you know, and typically the Patriots usually start slow. Like the first four weeks, they usually end up like two and two, three and one. Mm-hmm. But now, you know what I'm saying? The eyes is on Brady now. Like, is it Brady that's starting slow? You know what I'm saying? Because Bill and them still got the same pieces. Granted, it was Miami. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to go too crazy, but we got we got cool Bill's timing, bro. No, you're 100% right. I mean, I, like I said, like I – I grew up to it. So, like, mm-hmm. when he traded Richard Seymour to the Raiders for first-round pick, I can tell you the city was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Seymour, I think his time with the Raiders is what kind of has kept them out of the out of the Hall of Fame. The um, cornerback, the cornerback that uh, helped win the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, Malcolm. Uh, Butler. Yeah, Malcolm Butler. He was another yeah. dude. He washed up. Deion Lewis, he went to, um, went to Tennessee, washed up. Uh, Nate Solder, he was our left tackle. When we lost him, everybody was like, what, what are you going to do? He's been a bust in New York. So, I mean, no, you're 100% right. Um, and, I, again, yeah. like for my underperformers, I, the, the Cowboys are the final team that's, like, mm-hmm. similar. Like, Dak, I want him to get paid, bro. Like, all the black quarterbacks are eating right now. Mm-hmm. But he – I don't know. I, I wouldn't pay him if it was me. I think I think he's showing what right, his market is. To, I was about to say, so since you think he get deserved to get paid, which I do, I, I feel like he deserves to get paid. I want to know, like, where would you, like, put him on that pay scale? I'm giving him – I think he wants, like, $40 million a year. I'm okay. comfortable giving him maybe at quarterback market. I'll give him, like, 27 28 just off the strength of when he's good, he's good. 
Mm-hmm. If he's mobile, and I think if you get him with the right quarterback coach and the right offensive coordinator, he can be something special. They also have an elite wide receiver core with them, yeah. and they have the best running back in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he's bad, like you can just tell us, like, bro, like, what are you, what are you doing, like? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the Cowboys is definitely that team that's like, watch out. They're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. They'll potentially fuck around and not make the playoffs and let a team yeah. like <laughs> the Washington Football Team come in there and and, and get shit cracking. Fact, um, and then. <laughs> Overperformers, Cardinals. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've been watching Kyler since high school. Like, he started at uh, he started his school when we came into Morehouse. So there was a couple guys who went to high school with him, and I was like, bro, this dude is nice. Like, undefeated in the state of Texas for football and high school ball. Like, that's that's nothing to sneeze at. Um, and then now the second year in, like, he's he's gonna be even better. I think the yeah. Broncos are definitely another team. Like, they're putting a lot of pieces around uh, around. Was it what's what's uh, the quarterback's name again? For uh which team? For the Broncos. Uh Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Well, I would call him Locke about a mistake, but Drew Locke, like yeah. he he's that's gonna get a lot of pieces around him. And then I think finally us. I think a lot of people had us winning five or six games. I saw seven games. I saw Cam is washed. I think if you let Cam be Cam, they build this team around the running game and we play good defense like we can. I think we can sneak into the playoffs, especially now that they're gonna have seven teams in there. I can see us being a six or seven seed. Maybe yeah. beating one team and then going and going there, and then now we lose to a Kansas City or a Baltimore. I could say that that a success. Yeah, um, that, that's my three. I, I also think, uh, just speaking on Cam, man, like I, I definitely, I didn't think, I didn't think he was Cam. You know, just the old Cam, which I feel like he's not, but I, I definitely don't think he's washed. But it'll be interesting just to see how they'll be able to go on through the season and be able to uh, uh, just prolong it. I, I feel like that cam like bill he knows that he never had a quarterback like cam so i feel like he's just a spearman and i feel like he's having fun bro like he read option he could do anything now on that offense so it'll definitely be fun to uh see what else to come from the from the patriots and they just need to get more weapons up now is the time to go get a b now is the time you got zach Ertz in, in philadelphia that that isn't mm-hmm. happy with that situation go get another uh, big box tight end, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a plenty enough to go around, but um, I don't even know. I think can can Newton's career can Newton's career is on the uh decline. Eh, I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, if you want to say like from where he was in 2015, yeah, but I I don't know. I feel like uh, we'll we'll see what, what he does this year. I'm not totally riding him off right now. But we'll definitely see what he does this year. I may skip this this college football topic because I want to get to this basketball. Y'all good with that, or y'all want to talk about that college it's football? Not I'm not yeah, and I think college football is it is what it is right now. I think there we still waiting for teams to play. I yeah. know Big Ten is all up in arms. Kevin Warren, I got the opportunity actually to work with him at my job, and mm-hmm. I was able to kind of sit and listen to him and kind of hear his mindset behind it. Like I will say to anybody who's listening, like his interest is always lying with the players he makes all his decisions based around trying to make sure that the players are good for years to come um so if they do end up playing it'll be great i, I want to see my guy feels you know boost his stock up but yeah. if they don't i just know that warren's making these decisions because he's really trying to support these guys for years to come because right now they don't got nobody doing it and yeah. of course them being young everybody wants to play i mean mm-hmm. shit, if i can go back and play football i would do it decision. 10, 15 years from now, if you're not Justin Fields getting paid 100 million and you just, you know, 
doing the average job and now you have a respiratory issue allegedly yep. you know like you gotta have somebody yeah. who kind of vouch for you so but other than that bro if y'all good we, we can definitely go to basketball yeah it, it'll just be i don't know if the big 10 announced anything yet so i like that was the one thing i was waiting for because I, I thought we were going to be the announcement today about what they were going to do whether they were going to play a uh whether they weren't um just to keep moving forward man clippers versus nuggets game seven predictions I need it down to the score. I'm going to go with you, Cam. Who you got? You know I was riding with the Clips. I'm riding with the Clips all the way. They okay. still in the championship. <laughs> okay. Clippers tonight by Talk 10. that talk there. Give me 108-98 Clippers. 108-98. I ain't mad at that. Amir, what you got? I'm going to go hot take. I think Denver wants a little bit more. Hey. Uh, I'm going to say, say 115-110 Denver. I mm. think – I think they come in there and they're like, listen, everybody's thinking that we're not going to be here anyways. We aren't supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. PG, I don't know what's good with him, bro. He's a professional choker. They're paying the most money for him to just not show up. Yeah. I think that. The audio cut on my end. Yo, uh, your audio cut, Amir. See if you uh, click mute. But nah, just on my end, if you can't. Uh... Just uh, refresh it. We'll bring you back in on the production. But um, on my end, bro, I got the Clippers versus Nuggets. I got that 103 to 91, bro. So I I definitely you, – you get you hear, Amir? Uh, Damn, I, I still can't hear you. Try uh try signing out all the way then coming back in. But, yeah, I, I got uh, – I got it going 103.91, bro. I just wanted to get your thoughts too, just on uh just the 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 Clippers troubles with with European basketball players, bro. Like they're having some real fits. We watching these Euro boys get these boys some problems. And I was saying that, you know, uh it's not like how it was. You know, these guys are a little bit more finesse, and you got guys that, you know, I don't know if they I, and this, I don't know what Doc is doing, but I, I fought him for a lot of this shit too. You know what I'm saying? This is just me being honest, because it's like, bro, you you make no adjustments. You know what I'm saying? You'll call a timeout, make an adjustment after two plays go by, after y'all go on the run, adjustment just thrown out of the fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he's not holding him to that standard. To hey man. If you ain't gonna do what I get your ass out the game, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's the one you, gotta, you made a valid point, and that, that's yeah. that's what it's gonna come down to. Um, Doc Rivers coaching and Lou Williams coming to perform. Lou Williams been streaky, and I heard Amir mention Paul George, but Paul George is showing up all series, you know. Yeah, um, to your point that the Euro players are balling, you just can't, I mean, you just gotta let them go off, just like um, the yeah. Miami series, Giannis went off almost every game. You just got to close out everybody else. Jamal Murray can't ball out. Uh, people yeah. like, um, not Monk. Who am I thinking about? Yeah, Malik Monk. No, not Malik Monk. It's yeah, team. not Malik Monk, nigga. <laughs> you just can't let the role players get off. Yeah. If they get off and Doc Rivers doesn't make adjustments like you said, then they lose. But I have them winning. I have Kawhi Leonard putting on an amazing Game 7 performance. I have Paul George performing. And I do have Lou Williams performing today. So, yeah, yeah. I have him in seven. Yeah, like I said, bro, I definitely I got it one hundred three to ninety one. I got the Clippers. Ah, see what uh, it'd be interesting to see what goes on with it, bro. Amir, you back in here? You could uh, ah man, 
Is Damn. your hand over the mic? You got uh, you got the, the mute off. Damn, you still got the uh, the AirPods connected or try uh, just using the computer audio. Yeah, but uh, we'll we'll get back to bro when you tap back in. But nah, like I like you said, bro, it, it's definitely just gonna be a game for adjustments for me. Um, can can Doc make the adjustments and can they follow it? Uh, like you said, Paul George definitely he been doing good on the offensive side. Defensively, I would like to see him step it up, steal steal some more. And I feel like this game we're gonna see, um, like how it was when Kawhi was um. Uh, with Toronto and uh, what Kawhi did that game six versus Dallas, every inbound nigga, I'm taking, I'm this is me, I'm check, hey, give me that. We coming down here and we gonna do exactly, you know what I'm saying, what I want to do and how I want to do it. But man, just to keep it moving forward, man, let me get to this Heat and Boston series prediction, man. I, I want to get your thoughts on this. This is going on currently as we speak. Who do you think is gonna win this series? Well, if you if you all can't tell, this game has had my eye the entire time. Yeah, I'm glued <laughs> in. I'm locked in. I have yeah. the Heat in six. That's another hot take. Damn, in six and six and six. God. See that guy, Jimmy Buckets. That that's the X factor. He's the biggest player. He's the most impactful player on the court on both Not ends, six, bro. He gets, six. Yes, he gets his team involved. You there, He's man? Gonna make the biggest defense. Yeah, can you hear me now? For sure, for sure. All right, but, yeah. on, real, real quick, real quick. Because Cam just hit us with just some, just some crazy shit. What do you say? Let me, let me get back to uh, this, this Clippers Nuggets, bro. I, I one thing I was saying to me, I was saying I had a one hundred three ninety one, and a couple of my takeaways was one I, I fought Doc Rivers for a lot of what's going on because he doesn't seem to make adjustments. He'd mm -hmm. call a timeout, make an adjustment. Two plays go by, and the guys are just like after adjustments. You know what I'm saying? And it's on him to take the guys out the game. Like, hey, dude, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't gonna do what I'm, what I told you to do, get out. You know what I'm saying? Then my other point was the Clippers' problems with European players, and I don't know. I, I just don't know what's going on. But they, them Europe, them European uh, the white boys have got you got <laughs> but no, nah, let me get to, let me uh finish getting your thoughts on that before the audio went out. Yeah, no, nah, my fault on that. You know how it is. Yeah, Fuck nah. Apple. But uh, but nah, I, I think I think you y'all oh, I think y'all hundred percent spot on. Like I think it's gonna be a, ma a matter of are the are the stars gonna take the series serious? Are they gonna take this game serious? Are they gonna take it out and then start thinking about LA? Or are they going to, you know? Let it run down to the very second, and it's going to come out to something, something crazy happening. I yeah. think the Clippers are going to win. I want Denver to win just because I think it'll it'll just make the series spicy, and I think it's going to help the Lakers get there and have Boston get there. But yeah, I mean, it it is what it is. I think you're 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 right though with Doc. Doc even had that problem with us towards the end. It was like mm -hmm. he's on the big three, run around, do whatever, and it yeah. was like, you got a, you got a team down in Miami who's who's cooking with fire. Like mm -hmm. what are you going to do? And you know. It ended how it ended, but you know I'm, I'm interested to see how it's gonna happen. I'm watching the Celtics play right now. I think they're down at the moment, but yeah. I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see how this is gonna turn out. Let, let's go. Uh, that that was what we was uh, getting into with Cam. He was talking about. He was just giving his hot take for uh, the the Heat versus Boston. Cam, get go go ahead and just start over and say what you said, bro. Well, I just want to say that uh, I'm still not able to hear everybody. 
I we we I can hear you. Okay. Um he versus Boston. Um I got the Heat and Six. Mm. Heat and Six, no doubt. Um Jimmy Butler is the X Factor. He's gonna clamp down on those young boys in Boston and show them that uh experience does matter. And show mm-hmm. them that um yeah, some dogs just bite a little harder. Yeah, Jimmy Butler's that he's that guy, and I got I'm riding with him to the finals. So you you going you going heat and six. I I got Boston and seven, but I I feel like like I said to y'all earlier, I feel like Miami gonna uh put blood in the mouth first. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna swing first. But uh like you did say, I, like I said, this whole uh playoff series, the one team that has been able to get the job done night in. And night out has been the Miami Heat. You know what I'm saying? So I would definitely say that they only lost two playoff games. You know what I'm saying? No, they lost two. Two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They lost uh one. They lost one to the um. Well, no, they they did they only swept lose. the paces and lost one to the Bucks. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So they eight and one. You know what I'm saying? So that. They they've been proven, so that's one thing I can say about them. But uh, I I just feel like they whole team, like like I said uh, to the guys last week, their team is just consumed with dogs, bro. They have the right dogs there with Jimmy because Jimmy is a dog. We seen mm-hmm. Jimmy in Minnesota. Jimmy told them nigga, hey y'all soft, bro. Carl Anthony, t- hey what y'all soft? <laughs> I, I'm out of here. I'm about to beat y'all with the third string. Then you seen when he went to Philly. But y'all boys playing. Y'all boys are playing here. Then he went to Miami. Pat Riley, you know, he's a dog. Then just salute to Eric Spolster because for me on the outside looking in, when, when Spo first got there, I just thought he was just going to be, you know what I'm saying, a dummy in a way, uh, you know, a yes man. But, no, he's out there. He's really developing guys. Uh, we see what he's done to uh, Tyler Hero. He, you know, he hero for getting that he's a rookie. You got Kendrick Nunn. You got guys out there. They they just put together a solid situation. Uh, Crowder, even Iggy. You know what I'm saying? Iggy still got, you know, enough in the tank to still contribute, you know, to some nights. And I feel like that's a good piece that they needed because that's a good vet to have in the locker room, especially a vet that's been there and been there recently. You know what I'm saying? So um, definitely salute to uh, Miami for that. But with all that being said, man, like I said, I got, I got Boston winning in seven, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just is what it is. I, I got them winning in seven. It's, it's nothing wrong. You know, it's nothing against Jimmy and them. I just feel like they're a player away. But, you know, this the playoffs has been showing me even crazier things. So I'm willing to be wrong on this. If Miami is in the, is in the finals, hey, I'm good with it. The only thing I wish is that they weren't in the bubble so Miami could really be in the playoffs. And if that was the case – First class, three oh five. Yeah, <laughs> but nah. Let me get your thoughts on that, Amir. I mean, listen, I, I I'm with you. I get it. I just look at the I look at the matchups. So Miami definitely could could push it to an interesting series. And I think they will. I have yeah. Boston in six, but I just think like Cam, you said it. You're like, okay, Jimmy's gonna lock down those young boys. Well, which one? Because <laughs> yeah. you have you have Tatum <laughs> right now. Like he's he's a baller. Then you have Smart, who I think Smart can lock him down just as much as Jimmy can lock him down. And then okay. you got Brown running around, who 
who you know is a mismatch within his own right. So mm-hmm. I think I think you're right. I think it's going to be an interesting series. I think the experience factor of Jimmy coming out there saying, "I'm not here to play with y'all," and I, I understand these young guys. I think he's going to go pedal to the metal all six or seven games. But mm-hmm. I think when it comes down to it, I think Boston's going to realize, okay, we got to change some shit up. They'll change it up, and we get we get out of here in, in six games, and we start looking at whoever's on the West. Damn, it's six two. Oh, I, got, I got I got I got I think I think Miami I think Miami is a, is a valid team I think I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if it goes to seven I'm hoping that it's it's six because they owe us a game because of that bullshit that happened in game yeah. three we really should have went up three one against Toronto yeah so, I should have been done with Toronto yeah so I'm hoping that we do the right thing and put these guys away you know we beat them four two and, and, yeah. and start and start looking towards this this final round. So so Cam got six games, Miami, you got six games, Celtics. Man, I, I'm I'm happy with either way it turned out. I got seven games, Boston, but we'll we'll see what happened. But just for this last one, bro, I just want to get y'all thoughts because on this last one, because Dan Tony recently he didn't get fired, he just said F it. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to get y'all thoughts on what's next for Harden and the Rockets. Um, me up first. Man, I was talking about this last week, and I felt like this is going to be – this is something that needed to happen because whether it was and D'Antoni's doing or uh, Daryl Morey firing D'Antoni because clearly that small ball shit was not working. And I feel like I'm not – and granted, again, I'm going to reiterate this. I'm not saying James Harden is uh, Jordan. But one thing I could vividly remember when Jordan said this in his last chance documentary – he was saying, like, man, I really didn't like Phil Jackson coming to the ball to the uh to the Bulls because he took the ball out of my hands. I, my last coach just told me just go out there and do what I want to do. Phil put Jordan in the system. Like I said again, I'm not comparing Harden to Jordan, but I feel like for Harden to make another step, he has to be in some type of system. That ISO shit is not where you just can't keep ISO and niggas, you know, like it's just not gonna work, bro. Like you can't be out here shooting. 12 for 41 and a half, 49 points, and think it's all gravy, 25 free throws. Like, bro, it's not going like that. So I feel like whoever comes out after him, after Dan, Tony definitely needs to um, be firm and be uh, stand strong on the system, bro. Whether that's uh, Mark Jackson, I don't know if they even look at him just because he's known to be one of those strong head guys. Um, but they, they definitely need to do something out there. And I feel like Man, I, I, one of them, Russ or Harden, has to leave, bro, because I feel like they tried to chase some old shit. They grew into two different players than what they were when they were, when they played together in OKC. Two different players. They're not the same, and you can't never chase that old thing. I feel like they. I feel like one of them has to go. Me, personally, I would feel like it would be Russ just because Harden has the tenure there, and I feel like – Harden, you could build around him more than Russ, but we we'll see, man. I, let me get y'all thoughts on um, what's next for Harden and the Rockets. Amir, you could go. Yeah, I mean, bro, you, you touched on a very important topic. I think what separates Jordan from a lot of these niggas is that Jordan realized that taking the ball out of his hands would result in him getting more rings. I don't think Harden is truly willing to give up the ball out of his hand. If that means you could possibly get a ring, I think he's like, well, no, I can win a ring with the ball in my hands. It's like, well, no, yeah. that's showing that that's not possible. Um, yeah. I think with Westbrook, you have a very interesting point. I think looking at his contract, I don't know who the hell would take it. 
But if someone did, it would be cool. You'd want somebody who can actually facilitate the team and, and help also play defense because, you know, Harden, he'll have his moments, but he's not a defender. Um, no. But between y'all and me, like, I'm not going to lie to you, I think in every generation you have elite players that never get a ring. And it's yeah. always going to be story as to why they don't get a ring and i think westbrook and harden are those two people at least in our generation right now that are going to be elite first ballot hall of famers they're going to have statistics out the ass they're going to do all these things but it's going to be like that's what separates the gold from, from the from the superstars it's exactly bro it's like they are not the team the teammates that can take you to that next level championship wise they're never going to get a ring um so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they I think honestly, I think the next coach is gonna try and make it work with both of them. I see someone trying to say, Harden, you go out on the side, be the scorer. Westbrook, you help facilitate and play defense and, and bring that leadership aspect to the team that I don't think Harden primarily brings. Um, I think they're gonna try and trade around and try and bring some other pieces in to try and make it work. Um mm-hmm. but I don't I don't I don't know, bro. I think no matter what they do, I don't think that those two players individually and together are going to be what's needed to, to take either one of their teams to the next level. Yeah, they, they definitely got some some changes to be made out there. And like you said, even with, with Russ or Harden being there, if a coach felt like they could do it, like it's some changes that need to be made, even just changing like the mind. Like it's stuff that need to be changed that I don't know can be changed because I feel like mm-hmm. Harden is so gone on who he is now. He can't – I don't even feel like he could go back to – not even – I don't want him to go back, but even contribute to some of the ways he was contributing to OKC. And OKC, the nigga was a cutter. You know what I'm saying? Like, you was a cutter, bro. Like, you don't even cut no more. You Nigga, if the ball ain't going, you stand at the top of the key. Like, and that ain't going to work. Cam, let me get your thoughts on this, bro. What do, what's next for Harden and uh, the Rockets, bro? Well, I feel like, like you say, it's going to be hard for him to adjust going back to plan, but you got to keep in mind with that Tony seven second or less offense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to keep that in mind. It didn't work with Steve Nash. They only got so far to the West Conference Finals, just like the Rockets. And I feel like small adjustments, like <coughs> Russell Westbrook just penetrating and kicking the Harden and Harden mm-hmm. playing off ball more would have worked. You know what I'm saying? With all the shooters they have on the floor with a small ball lineup. And the game mm-hmm. is just so far gone and so changed. It's just like they're going to have to one, get a center, and two, facts. Two, <laughs> get around who's going to be the primary ball handler. Hey, nigga, that may be the first issue of business, center, finding. Yeah, nigga, if you, even, if you gotta bring, even if you got to bring Clint Capella back, hey, find him. <laughs> why they get him in the first place? I don't understand why they did that. Choose one with them, but with somebody that's 6'5 on the floor is sticking the best big man, Anthony Davis, in the game, it just didn't make sense. It wasn't logical, and they saw it. They was like, okay. We, we messed up. We messed up big time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I didn't – I still don't hear Amir. I don't want to touch on any points he touched on. So, mm-hmm. I, no, you good. I, said, I don't know what points were touched on or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as far no, as – you good. You good. Okay. Um, yeah, the seven-second or less offense, I believe it was then Tony. Honestly, mm-hmm. I believe that team could have not beat the Lakers, but – Mm-hmm. They matched up against anybody else. They could have beat them. You know what I'm saying? It's just a good team. They weren't going to beat the Lakers yeah. regardless. I feel. You know what I'm saying? Center or not? Nigga so, said they weren't going to beat them regardless. Oh, regardless. So that the future, <laughs> for the future, I believe that they need to grab a center. Yeah. For one, go grab a center free agency and um, 
they need to let just Russell do his thing. Just let Russell, yeah. you know, drive, penetrate, and kick. If they want to do this five eye ball, you know what I'm saying? Harden gonna have to just take it on the chin and play off yeah. ball. And I believe put them niggas in the, the triangle. Put them niggas to get a center. Feel nah. <laughs> let me stop. Bring back the Jackson. Put them niggas in the triangle. You're right. Yeah. We haven't seen a score <laughs> like Jordan. Other than KD since Mike, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Kobe like, was a scorer, but it was like, different. Yeah, like even with that, like like I this is just more just on Harden. And I hate to seem like I'm just getting on him, but even Kobe, bro, he's co like he you could put a you put a system on Kobe. Like nigga, you're not the only nigga just diamond in the enigma, you know. Like, bro, you you're you don't just rise above the system, bro. You need a system too, bro. You're just not just gonna be ISO all day, you know. But um, any of y'all got any more on that? Amir, you got anything? No, nah, I'm I'm good. Like I, I think just from the sports background that I have of just the city I'm from, like I realize like the system is what's gonna push everything forward. You can have elite yeah. players, you can have the greatest people around you, but if you all aren't on one page willing to sacrifice it's not going to work. And I think with Harden and the Rockets in general is that like, they, they thought that we got our stars. We're good. And it's like, yeah. nah, you need to have the right stars. Braun said it himself. Like he, niggas are built different championships and champions are built with a, to do a different type of cloth. And yeah. Braun was the same way. Braun used to be low key like Westbrook growing up. Like he was just yamming on niggas. And then he realized, okay, I need to know how to shoot and I need to know how to work on this post move. And then, he got that passing down, and now he's he's a goat within himself. So, I mean, it's right. interesting to see. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting off season. Facto, facto. Cam, you got anything else on this? As far as the Rockets go, yeah. Harden, they just might have to blow up the entire. <laughs> if, if, if Harden and Westbrook wants to win the championship, yeah, I think they could give him one more try next season. One more try, get a new coach, a center. And just you feel me? Try new offense, but if they want to win the ring, they might have to go sit on somebody else's uh, another contender. You know what I'm saying? They might just have to blow the operation up. That's if how I feel. If they not getting like bringing the center in, like you said, and trying to change the offense, I'm not giving it another try. And I feel like Daryl Morey, I feel like he owned that because even last year he didn't even want to stand Dan Tony last year, but he's like, all right, man, we'll give him another shot. This hardens. Like Harden loves this guy, so we, you know, what I'm saying, give him a shot. But Maury, he he was able to get rid of his biggest problem without having to be without being the one to get rid of him. So I feel like that's a plus for him, and I feel like that's not gonna make Harden feel no type of way. You feel me? But man, I appreciate both y'all for just checking in, man, tapping in with me today. They say Chance the rapper must be auditioning to be a sports analyst. I didn't think he was so knowledgeable. <laughs> He's very knowledgeable of sports. <laughs> no, man, I, like I said, bro, I appreciate y'all for tuning in with me, checking in with me, bro. You know, it's love, both of y'all, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, man, make sure y'all go over there, follow us on everything, National Sports Chat, YouTube, IG, Twitter, Spotify, everywhere we there. Um, make sure you follow the podcast page, Mike and Friends. Um, make sure you go over there, like I said, follow TOV Sports. This whole production is being brought to you by them. Um, and man, I don't have nothing else, man. We checking in and checking out, man. First time in a long time we didn't talk about football on Mike and Friends, man. Man, <laughs> it feels so good. And also, make sure you <laughs> check in for the bubble post game recap, where we recap the uh, the basketball games, man. 
Um, tomorrow we're gonna do the Heat versus um, Boston, and we're gonna do this late, uh, this Clippers versus Denver. So we'll see what comes from that. Uh, like I said, man, I don't have anything else. I appreciate y'all for checking in with me, bro. You know, like I said, I love y'all, bro. Love yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Love. Sure. Man, cut can't to up with y'all, bro. We checking bitch. in. We checking out Mike and Friends podcast. Yes, sir. Cut on my wrist, cut on my wrist. Cut on my wrist, cut on my wrist. 